0: Welcome to Beth Takun and our ongoing study of the Torah. This week, we're in portion Kitetze, or When You Go, found in Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse 10, through chapter 25, verse 19. I'm Tim Pell, and I'm glad you're here. Before we dive in, though, I want to address our new setting here. We recently moved out of our ministry center and into a new space that God has blessed us with for the season ahead. This is not the studio, this is my office. And this is where we'll, we'll be recording until the studio is set up. So what we lack in proper lighting and multiple cameras and all that kind of stuff, we make up for with gratuitous books. That's always the, the, uh, uh, the fix for any kind of video of this nature. Hopefully the books will, will make up for, for that. So that's where we are, and that's why we're doing it this way this time. Now, let's dive in. Containing some 74 mitzvot, more than any other portion in the Torah, Ketetze is packed with commandments. They begin with laws about family dysfunctions and go on to include moral and legal obligations towards neighbors and fellow citizens, sexual misdemeanors, moral behavior in relation to financial matters, and other rules of social responsibility. The portion ends with the command to endure against Amalek, the quintessential example of hatred and cruelty. Two important lessons we've learned in the past are worth repeating here. One is that true fear of God leads to respect of others, as they are the image bearers of the king. If we do not respect others, we are not truly fearing God. Second is the necessity of engaging in battle with Amalek. Amalek is our perpetual spiritual enemy combatant and we are either working to defeat Amalek or working to surrender to Amalek. There is no holding pattern there. If you want to learn more about these points, please go back and review past teachings on this portion. What I want to share with you today is related to these lessons. Being in the middle is a hard place to be. When you're just as far from your journey's starting point as you are from its end, all you see in either direction is toil. When climbing a mountain, reaching the midway point in your ascent is where you might reevaluate the trip, since going up or coming back down require about the same amount of effort. And in those moments, there can be a kind of heaviness and exhaustion that must be overcome as well as a rejoicing for having completed half the journey. It's a unique state to be in, and it requires more effort for the journey ahead. This week's portion is no different. Kitetze is the middle of the 11 portions in Deuteronomy, the very center. It begins and ends with direct and indirect references to war, and in between those are numerous mitzvot regarding how we treat others how we respect others through our healthy, requisite fear of God. Deuteronomy is, in a sense, about leading us to our next phase, the final phase, the spiritual life. In fact, Deuteronomy ends just before the Israelites enter into and take possession of the land. The Torah itself ends right before the final stage of Israel's development as a people, the conquest of and inhabitants of the land of promise, right before their final birth. Using that language, if we look at this as a pregnancy, it can be said that Kitetse is the midway point of that gestation. A lot of discomfort has preceded it that we can rejoice over, and a lot more is yet to come. And it will mostly and it most certainly get harder before it gets better. Not long ago, when the book of Deuteronomy began in this cycle, we were in the middle of the three weeks between when the walls of Jerusalem were breached and when the temple was destroyed. Those three weeks between the 17th of Tammuz and the 9th of Av are three weeks of unavoidable destruction. But that destruction is for a purpose. That demolition, so to speak, is necessary in order to make the space needed To create something new. This is not a time to be discouraged. It's a time to be encouraged. What is happening during a pregnancy? It's not an ailment, despite the mother's experience of it being similar to sickness. It's a life-giving process, literally. New life is being made. Something unreal is being made real. Cells are being stuck together. Flesh is being built upon bone, all of which requires a tremendous amount of resources and energy. It's exhausting. It's heavy. And it will only get heavier as we near the joyous conclusion. Here's where Kitetse and next week's portion Kitavo can teach us something in principle. The portion names translate respectively as when you go and when you come in. Life is full of the rhythm of going out and coming in. You go out of your house and you come into your work. You go up the mountain and you come back down. Ins and outs, ups and downs, highs and lows, goings and comings. It's what life is. And in the midst of it, in the very center of it, you must always be intentional about how you treat others. For if the goings and comings of our everyday lives are for the purpose of building or birthing something, if we neglect our relationships, treating the image bearers of God as merely objects or decoration, then what we're creating will not bring life. We are given every day the opportunities to take another step closer to the land of promise, the spiritual life. And every day we wrestle with the natural and supernatural within us toward that end. These countless spiritual battles are ever-present. We are perpetually engaged in the war against Amalek. The war plays out on the battlefields of our minds and hearts. Sometimes these battles spill out into the physical world when we cannot be victorious in ourselves, and we engage with them there too. But regardless of where the battles rage, we must always remember to fear God and respect His image-bearers in the world. Healthy relationships in peacetime are harder to come by if we can't maintain them in wartime. We can't win the battles if we cut ourselves off from God's image-bearers and from God Himself. There's more of the journey ahead. Let's not go it alone. So ask yourself, what is weighing heavily upon me this week? What does the battle look like today and how do I defeat the enemy? How have I disrespected or disregarded others in this wartime? And how can I be strengthened for the battles by treating others with respect? May God bless you and may he make us all into the people he wants us to be. Shabbat shalom.